Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Hi. Live from the Hogs Meat Market Studios, this is Out of Bounds. With John Neighbors. Every time you put a mic in my face, I'm going to say Arkansas. And Joe Franklin. We won't go into shell. We won't go into attack mode. Because that's what's required. On 103.7 The Buzz. With my boobay, like the analyst. Girl, I can buy your Westy world with my base stuff. I know that it's good. Would you say that on my taste plus? I get way too busy. Won't you let me do the extras? Pull up on your block and break it down. We playing Tetris. AM to the PM. PM to the AM phone. My left stroke just went viral. Right stroke, put a baby in a spiral. Soprano C, we like to keep it on the high note. It's levels to it, you and I know. Tell them be humble. Sit down. Be humble. Sit down. Welcome back to Out of Bounds from the Hogs Meat Market Studio. Joe Franklin, Todd Pierce, Pigskin Preacher. We're going to get into uh, plenty of topics in this last hour. Time has flown by so far. And earlier we were talking about Arkansas's record and what it could look like this season. We got a message that says, Pigskin, what do you think Michigan's record would be if they played in the SEC West? Mm, they'd lose a couple of games, but you know, they, they'd win probably 10-2. and two. They'd have a hard time um, on a couple of the road games. Um, they'd win most of their games at home, if not all of them. But, you know, playing at Alabama uh, is a problem. Uh, LSU is a problem, but their talent's better than anybody else in the SEC West. So they do They do all right. They're getting to that point where there may not be divisions anymore also. So maybe you could throw that out, and that's something that the Big Ten is looking at. Well, it's probably a better way to determine a champion. Um, you know, look at the Big Ten the last few years. The East team always kills the West team. You know, the West teams, you know, Iowa, Purdue, you know, years ago in Nebraska, Wisconsin. I mean, there's going to be three teams in the Big Ten East that are in the top six nationally. You've got Michigan, Ohio State, and Penn State. And they're better. Those three teams are better than everybody in the West and everybody else in the East. So, and the SEC has been similarly unbalanced like that for years. And the West was just top-heavy. The East was lousy. But now Georgia is just turned into a behemoth. And, um, you know, with Tennessee getting better, it looks a little more balanced than it's been. But there's no doubt the SEC, top to bottom, is the best league. It's been the best league for a long time. The Big Ten's just got too many clunkers. I mean, they got too many really lousy programs uh, to be on the same par. Another message, awesome to complain about the length of NBA season, then say you like to watch baseball. There are a lot of people that don't like that either. Quit complaining about a sport you don't watch when there's a majority of people that like something. Guess what? You're going to hear about it. It's the Mm. middle of the summer. Most major sports aren't happening right now, and uh, you're going to hear about anything that happens to the ones that the majority cares about. That comes from Big Steve and Benton. Well, Steve's got a good point there. And this is the dead period for sports. I mean, we're all waiting for football to begin and basketball's done and hockey's done and baseball is that, you know, that interminably long slog toward the World Series. But what else are you talking about? See, you haven't even mentioned the Women's World Cup soccer. There's a lot of people that are watching that. Yeah, but the thing about it is we talked about it quite a bit whenever U.S. was playing mm-hmm. or when leading up to it or after they played because there were a lot of people that were disappointed with that result from yesterday. 
But the fact is, they're moving on to Son, the round of 16. They're in trouble. They're, they're, they're in the knockout round now, and they got Sweden. If they play like they played against Portugal, they're going home. They are going home. The coach needs to do a better job of managing the roster and when he makes substitutions, and they should be fine from there, from that standpoint, because they have the talent. I'll tell you what they're reminding me of, Joe, and I hate to say this. They're starting to look like the U.S. men. They're really athletic, and they got a lot of people that can run and do. They do. They can do everything except put the ball in the net. You got to score. You know, you know why though? Why? Because they have Alex Morgan up front, and mm-hmm. she's really overrated. Actually, Nathan and I had a conversation about this because mm-hmm. we got a text about it because she scored a goal, but she was offside. Yeah. So you, you know, it was a wonder as to why was she called offside and why wasn't she allowed to get that goal and. She misses so many opportunities, and this isn't, you know, trying to knock her, but it's it's been a criticism that's been out there um, where there's been talk about replacing her in the starting lineup, and there is some youth on the bench that could actually do a better job of scoring those goals whenever they have the opportunity. Well, that's a good point, but, but it's the same way the men used to be. Clint Dempsey, for years, was my favorite uh, U.S. soccer player. And Dempsey made stuff happen. He could put the ball in the net. He could set people up. He would, you know, send a ball in. He he, would, he was just really creative. We don't have enough people on the women's team right now who can who can finish. You got to have finishers. You know, I, I hate to sound like Isaiah Thomas, but he can score the basketball. Okay, <laughs> well they need to score the soccer ball, and they're not doing it. These games where they go the whole game and get one goal or zero goal, that's not going to hold up. You got it. They and in the past, as you've said, they've had the talent to just outscore people and out talent people and. I don't know that they have this year. It doesn't. It looks like the either they're playing really, really poorly, or the rest of the world has caught up to them. So, and the rest of the world is going to catch up at some point. But all the focus goes back to the coach and how he is yeah. managing things, because you do have Megan Rapino who mm-hmm. is who's coming off the bench, mm-hmm. but she is an older player. She's played for quite a while. She always brings energy to the field. So mm-hmm. you have to think about. When is the right time to get her on the field to get some things going? Well, you know, if if what you're doing is... I I read this in the book Court Hustler by Bobby Riggs, the great tennis player, which sadly only people remember that he lost to Billie Jean King in the Battle of the Sexes, but he was a Wimbledon singles, doubles, and mixed doubles champion in 1939. Riggs said this, Never change a winning game, always change a losing game. So right now, what they're doing is not really working. So maybe you know, maybe you start Rapino. Maybe you mix up the lineup. Maybe you do something else. The the only problem with starting her is you're going to have limited time. So it is best for her to come off the bench, right? But still give her more time on the field altogether. Right. But her in the as, start of the second half. You it, know? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, right. yeah, maybe that as opposed to 20 minutes or so. Give well, her and if you go to, and minutes. if you go to PKs, you would want her on the field. Absolutely, because with her experience, oh, she, she's going to score. So yeah, so yeah, definitely. That. Stevie P. Hey, 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 Freaky Joe. Hey, good to see you. And I guess that was Chuck the promo guy for the point, wasn't it? Yeah, it was good to see you. Yeah, a couple of weeks ago, man. Definitely. Yeah, it was. It was cool. I'm glad we uh, got spared some of the heat that we're getting today. The heat today is terrible. Yeah, get inside. I I think Mark, when you call, I think he either uh, had maybe an ingrown toenail or the heat's got him a little perturbed. He kept peeing on everything that everyone liked, the basketball and the... And that the, the the amount of wins we're going to have, you know, if I if I look back in my old starting memory banks, way back to Brett Bielema's very last year, during this very dead period, there were folks that think that we would have been had a, a losing uh, we would have we'd have won every game we played that year in football. I mean, on the morning show, they talked about it and said, "Yeah, well, we're going to this. We, well, we could beat this team." And they had us like, like what was it, ten and zero back then, or eleven and zero, or whatever it was. And then that was the year Bielema got fired. Do you remember they brought him into the sun and said, yeah, you're done here, bud. They brought in the crazy guy from what he thought was he thought was in Alabama, Jeff Rick Peterson or whatever his name was. Uh, John L. Smith. Was John L. Mm-hmm. John L. Smith, that's what it was. Not the, not the John Smith, uh, the bone stalker in Conway, but a, but a different John Smith, the football coach John Smith. <laughs> <laughs> 
Okey-dokey. Thank you. You guys have a rest of the, a great day. I'm driving in construction. I'm going to be off the phone. Thanks, brother. Uh, beware, everybody. They're, they're doing photo tickets in construction zones nowadays. So it started as of uh, yesterday. Bye, guys. Have a great day. All right. Take care, Stevie P. Last night, countdown to kickoff. There were some great moments from that. And we're going to start with Ricky Williams. We were talking about legacies, and his son Zach plays for the Razorbacks now. Mm-hmm. So Ricky Williams on being a Razorback. To have on my signature line, you know, former Razorback. So every email I send out, they're going to know I'm a former Razorback. And, you know, I, can't, I tell Zach all the time, you know, your dad's told you all, I mean, being a Razorback, especially a good Razorback, a good, clean Razorback, will get you a long ways, not only in this state, but around the world. We were in New York City, Kelly and I, and the kids were little, and a guy came up to me and said, hey, you're Ricky Williams. And I was the right Ricky Williams that time. I wasn't the one that went to Texas. And so, but it, anyway, it makes you very recognizable. It gives you so many opportunities, all these beautiful people people here, you know, it gives you a chance to network with them being a former Razorback, and that's what I told him. I said, it's not about what you do on the field, it's how you network off the field to help you get to that next level, because football only lasts this long, and your life is hopefully this long. And so I said, take advantage of those opportunities. These two guys, they were great at it. They took advantage of the opportunities. I'm so proud of them. Zach is good at it, and I'm so proud of him. You know, he's already investing his money. You know, he's not buying lavish things, and um, so it, it opens a lot of doors. Zach Williams also talked about the impact of having his dad, Ricky Williams, in his corner. Yeah, we talk about it a lot during the season. You know, I'm just extremely grateful that I have a father that's going through with, well, who went through what I'm going through right now because he knows. And, you know, I can't say that for a lot of people, you know. We're going to have at least one or two little sessions after practice, after a game. I can go ahead and vent. He'll listen. And then he'll get on to me about something. Then he'll say, okay, yeah, I know what you're talking about. But, yeah, I mean, it's just I'm, I'm glad to have someone in my corner like that because, you know, a lot of people don't have it. But, yeah, we do talk about it a lot. But we also have our times where we, you know, talk about things other than football so Hudson Clark one of the current players there also he talked about expectations for the 2023 season something that we've been talking about yeah, he's the exact same way. I mean, he likes to have fun, um, but he likes to work hard, too. He likes to work with a chip on his shoulder. He's a great people's person. He's, like, really friendly with every single one of us, and so I love him as a coach. Okay, that's Sam Pittman. Let's see if uh, – yeah, okay, so same clip. That wasn't talking about expectations. It's talking about Sam Pittman. But DJ Williams, we did the Ryan Mallett tribute, and so DJ Williams, Travis Swanson, uh, they – have some uh, clips here talking about Ryan Mallett and kind of Ryan Mallett's impact on them. If anyone who really knew Mallett, I mean, he's you can't describe him in one word. I mean, we all had different relationships with Mallett. Uh, obviously, we were the same year. We spent a lot of time on and off the field. You know, Travis probably the closest with Mallett. Mallett had his hands pretty much up his butt every snap. Uh, and, you know, and Tyler, you know, you were in the meetings and uh, with practice, you know, each and every day with Mallett. And, um, man, it's hard to put into one word uh, to describe this guy. And Tyler Wilson also had some great comments about Ryan Mallett, but here's Travis Swanson on Mallett. You know, Ryan, what he meant to me was something where I, you listen to the the legacy families that were up here. I didn't have that. I kind of came on the scene. You know, I came to a one-day camp, a Bob Petrino one-day camp, and they were like, who is, who is this? Who is this guy? They knew nothing about me. But, you know, I think early on in my career here, there were all these mountains that you continually have to climb. That's just adversity. And you find early on, one of the life lessons I learned is at the top of every mountain is the bottom of another one. And a big one uh, hit you know, going into my red shirt freshman year. Uh, I was third on the depth chart, uh, starting camp, and, uh, you know, we had 20-something days to, to figure out how we're going to start, and by the end of those 20 days, we were starting, beat a couple guys out, and uh, I think Ryan played such a huge role in the coaching staff making that decision, which springboarded me to, to begin to have the life that I have today. And I think there have been some monumental pieces and monumental individuals in my life that have allowed me to get to what I think is the best version of my life today. And I genuinely think if Ryan did not go to bat for me years ago uh, and put in a good word for me to get that job, who knows if, uh, if I'd have the life that I have today. Just some of the moments from the players last night. Now, there was a part in the program where... We discussed, uh, Justin Acri discussed from a programming standpoint, what's coming up on the buzz 
with football scheduling, and uh, so we are the flagship station for the Cowboys, and Buzz 2 is flagship station for the Chiefs. And at that point, I'm sitting next to my good friend, Chris Shenup from Arkansas Urology, and there's a kid, I just happen to be in the right place, there's a kid right behind me that yells, Go Steelers! He's about, he's about 10 years old. So, you know, that that gave me some joy at that point because I'm like, this kid's like 10 years old and uh, he's a Steelers fan. So he was uh, he threw that out there as they were talking about the Chiefs and the Cowboys and what we have going on here at the station right now. So just an all-around great time last night. And with uniforms changing, helmets changing, this mm-hmm. is the time of the year especially with NFL, we get some of those releases, and we see some of the new uniforms and helmets that are put out there. Notre Dame had their announcement of the green jerseys. Coach Free. Yeah, yeah, what can I do for you, Roger? You just tell me, what can I do for you? It's a very personal and very important thing. Hell, it's a family model. Are you ready, Coach Free? I'm ready. I just want to make sure you're ready, Coach. Here it is. Show me the green jerseys. Oh, yeah! Show me the green jerseys! <laughs> Coach Free, don't it make you feel good just to say that? Say it with me one time, Coach Free. Show you the green jersey. Oh, no, no, no. You can do better than that, Coach Free. I better hear you say it like you mean it. I got my age on the other one. I better hear you say it. Yeah, yeah. No, no. Show you the green jersey. Not show you. Show me the green jersey. Show me the green jersey. Yeah. Louder. Show me the green jersey. That's it, Coach Free. But you got to yell it. Show me the green jersey. I need to feel you, Coach Free. Show me the green jersey. Coach Free, you better yell. Show me the green jersey. Show me the green jersey. Do you love all dressed men? I love all dressed men. Show me the green jersey. I love Sam Hartman. I love Sam Hartman. Who has the baddest uniform? Notre Dame has the baddest uniform. What you gonna do, Coach Free? Show me the green jersey! Oh, congratulations. You're still my head coach. Of course, that's a play on Jerry Maguire and uh, a unique way to announce that they have the green jersey. So he's obviously in the Cuba Gooding Jr. role. Yep, head coach Marcus Freeman is uh, playing Tom Cruise and Jerry Maguire. Now, if these guys want to get this right, they need to quit goofing around with it. If you're going to wear the green jersey, that's the one that you need to have. (laughs) I got a picture here I'm showing to Joe and all of you that are watching of Joe Montana... In 1978 against Michigan. And he's got the green jersey there. And, oh, by the way, did I add, Rick Leach outdueled Joe Montana, and we beat them. So it was a sweet game. So for uh, the games that Notre Dame, they're going to wear these green jerseys, and it's an all-green uniform. They're calling it the Irish Wear Green event, and they're asking all the fans to wear all green ensembles to match. And that's not the jersey they're wearing. That's what they to, should you wear, You need to though. see what it is. Yeah, you don't want to wear all green. That looks stupid. You have green and have green the gold pants. Green is a great pants. color. Yeah, but not all green. That's monochromatic, Joe. The Steelers don't wear all black. They do. Yeah, and yeah. they, and they look... Color, color rush. And they, they look do. stupid no, when they, they do. Yes, not they at all. do. Not at all. The black goes off the gold, okay? You don't want to have all... When Michigan wears the all blue, they look stupid. You got to have the blue and the gold. You got contrast. Here's what Greg McElroy has to say about alternate uniforms. How do we feel about alternate uniforms in college football? You see Notre Dame's coming out with the all green uniforms. You see some other alternate uniforms that have been coming out. But in college football, I have never been a supporter of the alternate uniform. If you're a traditional powerhouse where I know what your uniform is going to look like when you take the field, please don't mess with it. Like when Notre Dame wore those navy blue uniforms with navy blue helmets, I'm like, who the heck is navy playing here? You are the golden (laughs) domer, baby. Do not mess with that. Don't mess with your uniform. I know the kids like gear, and I get all that. That's fun. I'm fine with that. Man, don't abandon your identity as a college football program. And your identity are those awesome helmets, 
are those great uniforms. Maybe that's just the old man yelling at the cloud. Am I the old man yelling at the cloud? I can live with that. At 35 years old, I've come to terms with the fact that I am no longer hip and I am no longer young. I'm middle-aged. <laughs> we got a couple of texts that... <laughs> <laughs> oh, pigskin. Well, this was already here, so this was going to play into Throw it this out. whole deal. But, pigskin, what do you think about those ugly helmets Michigan wears? Those ugly helmets? Are you kidding me? Those helmets are iconic. You're killing me, Smalls. And then, based off what you just said, Michigan always looks stupid. Best ever central all-black uniform, black black and gold, talking about Steelers. Best uniform ever, all all black and the gold helmet. No, that's not even close. Obviously, that's someone who is fashion challenged. That's what they are. But but now, see, look at I, this. I like how you just let that go though. When he says Michigan always looks stupid, Michigan's, you, you let that go. Michigan's probably got the best uniform in college football. So that's one person's opinion that doesn't matter. Now look at this on this magazine. This is Alabama's All-American cornerback, Kool-Aid McKinstry. Great name. Great name. But look at that. You know what that is. Okay, you got the Alabama jersey. You got the Alabama helmet. Saban doesn't wear... All black uniforms or light blue. Or, you know, Saban's like, this is the uniform. This is what we're wearing. That's what McElroy's saying. I happen to agree with him. Okay, and so uh, the listener, what he was saying, the best uniform, mm-hmm. Little Rock Central. Oh. All black with the gold helmet. I now, now, Central has since cha- changed over the years, like... Sometimes they'll wear a gold helmet. Sometimes yeah. it'll be a black helmet. Right. Well, I, I, I watched them a lot when Bernie was there, but I don't like all all one anything. You got to have a contrast. I don't like all black, all blue. The only thing that works sometimes the all white uniforms look pretty good, but that's about it. Nick said, "I'll second that." Michigan helmet looks stupid. Oh, tisk tisk tisk. <laughs> we got more of out of bounds coming up after this break. Stay tuned. Center. Arkansas basketball head coach Eric Musman spoke to the media yesterday about how summer workouts are going for the team. He specifically complimented Louisville transfer guard L. Ellis. L. Ellis was was uh, was really quiet. Was doing what he should do as an individual. I don't know if I've seen a player change so quickly in his uh, leadership, his verbal command of the floor. Uh, been really cool to see in a very short period of time. The Arkansas basketball season is still three months away, but the Purdue-Arkansas exhibition will be on October 28th at Bud Walton Arena. I'm Christian Weaver with the Buzz Radio Network. Hey folks, it's Joey and Ryan here. What's up? It's summertime. Hey, we got some great Jeep incentives going on right now. 2.9% financing, rebate, discount on Jeep Grand Cherokee on select models. We've got 1.9 incentivized rate plus $4,000 rebate. So for all you new Ram, Dodge, Chrysler, Jeep, make that beautiful drive to Heber Springs during the Make This the Summer event. Or check us out on the web at redriverdodge.com or Red River. We deliver. God bless you. This is Pat Bradley for Brewskies. Brewskies is the spot for lunch downtown. Burgers, wings, sandwiches, loaded fries, and healthy options like wraps and salads. Prepared from scratch daily and made hot and fresh to order. Happy hour starts at 11 a.m. and those drink specials go with everything on the menu. Brewskies, you're home for lunch, happy hour, and late night. It's Whiskey Wednesdays at Brewskies and Poker Night. Two games nightly, first game at 7 p.m., cash prizes and whiskey specials all day. Whiskey Wednesday and Poker Night, Wednesday at Brewskies. Got chronic joint pain but want to avoid steroids and surgery? Take some advice from pro football legend Emmett Smith. Call QC Kinetics. Let QC Kinetics help you improve your quality of life with biologic therapies that get your body to repair and restore damaged tissue. These exciting new regenerative treatments from local medical professionals can help your body heal itself with lasting pain relief. Trust me, you want to avoid surgery if you can. Check out these biologic treatments to see 
what your options are. QC Kinetics, restorative regenerative solutions with no downtime, no surgery, no drugs. I'm talking about joint pain we all can relate to in your knees, your shoulders, your hips, and your lower back. They'll get you feeling good again. Get relief now. What are you waiting on? Make the call to QC Kinetics. Tell them Emmett Smith sent you. Call QC Kinetics, 501-222-8440. That's 501-222-8440. 501-222-8440. Edgar Award-winning author and Arkansas native E.Y. Craner joins the zone every Tuesday courtesy of Jackalope Cycling. Jackalope Cycling in Russellville is there with bike rentals and service. Camping gear, fishing accessories, whatever gets you excited about the outdoors. EY Craner, Tuesday in the Zone, brought to you by Jackalope Cycling. Check them out online at jackalopecycling.com. Hi, I'm Rick Pennington of Lion's Drug. We have great news. Generic Cialis is now available at a huge savings. We have Tadalafil, the FDA-approved generic of Cialis, in a 20-milligram tablet at a savings of up to 80%. We have the 5-milligram daily tablets for less than $3 a pill. Lion's Drug continues to be your go-to pharmacy for men's health. What are you waiting for? Call us today at 844-676-2247 or go to our website at Lion's Drug. This is Pat Bradley for River City Flooring, where you can pick your payment. Get 0% interest for 12, 24, or 36 months, and River City Flooring in Marmel is where you'll save 50% on all in-stock waterproof LVP flooring. And did you know River City Flooring carries cabinets? So stop in and let my friends at River City Flooring help you with your remodel. Kitchen, bath, living, dining, they do it all. Check out River City Flooring in Maumel at their huge new showroom on Maumel Boulevard just off 430. Get only the best customer service and the best selection of meats at Hogs Meat Market, where they have sliced boar's head deli meats and cheeses. Hogs Meat Market, the steak people. You're listening to Out of Bounds with John Neighbors and Joe Franklin. We do things around here my way. You understand that? You show me the kind of smarts. Makes me wonder if you know the difference between a sneeze and a wet fart. You're going to be second string all your life, boy. On 1037 The Buzz. Maybe it's me. Maybe I bore you. Guys, I've got just one thing I want to say to you. Touchdown, Arkansas! Arkansas wins the national championship! The Arkansas Razorbacks have completed the dream season! On by Nike! This is your Razor Hog Update on Out of Bounds, presented by True Service Community Federal Credit Union, where they offer new mortgage loans, refinancing, auto loans, and small business loans. Online at trueservice.net. Yesterday, Coach Muss met with the media, and he addressed how the team is looking so far. And uh, he talked about some of the incoming freshmen with Bayfall and Layden Blocker. Bay got here a little bit later than some of the other guys. He's, he's a, a very, very hard worker, spends a lot of time on his own. Surprisingly, he can make threes at a much higher clip. Got to continue to work on hands. Catching the ball in traffic is, is an area that we want to continue to... Uh, to work with him on, um, you know, and he's he's gonna, you know, because he's a freshman, he's gonna play a little bit catch up uh, on understanding as we add stuff. And again, he came late, so I think anybody that doesn't, you know, isn't here when when some of the foundation stuff has been put in, you're you're playing catch up, and certainly, you know, he falls into that. And then, you know, Layden is a, he's got a very mature approach to how he conducts. I don't know if I've been around. You know, a player his age who comes in pre-practice and get, goes into the weight room and starts stretching and getting himself mentally ready to pl- pr- to practice, not play, but to practice. Um, so he's got a he's he's mature beyond what his age is, and and he's a good leader on the floor, and he's got point guard characteristics for sure. Coach Moss also mentioned that this group all together they're very coachable. Really coachable group, and I'll give you an example. L. Ellis was was uh, was really quiet. You know, did his own. You know, did you know was was doing what he should do as an individual. I don't know if I've seen a player change so quickly in his uh, leadership, his verbal uh, command of the floor. 
uh, been really cool to see in a very short period of time. And then, and then the other guy, like Jalen Graham's practice habits are dramatically different than last year. Dramatically. He's done an incredible job of understanding expectations and then following through on his part. So there's been some, some, some evolving even this summer, but that's been, that's been one thing, Curtis, that's it's really been, been cool to see is, is Graham's you know, evolution and, 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 uh, and how L has, has really picked up what our expectations are and how we try to conduct practice and, and uh, how talking and verbalization is really important on the court for us. There it is, your Razor Hog update. Coach Musk giving some insight to the team and what they're looking like so far. Let's go to the phones and talk to Rebecca. How's it going, Rebecca? Good afternoon. Good afternoon, gentlemen. Good afternoon. Again, it's good to hear you. Rebecca, my girl, good to hear you. Todd, I just want to call and say thank you for reiterating what Patrick Mahomes has already put out there God knows how many times that he doesn't care about the number of zeros on his paycheck. He just wants to win rings. And, yes, I know Sterling's listening to this, and he'll probably call in and say, well, he needs to prove it like Aaron Rodgers did. But guess what, Sterling? We don't know that he hasn't proven it. Unlike Aaron Rodgers, Patrick Mahomes doesn't like to put that kind of stuff out, and he doesn't like the attention that Aaron Rodgers likes. So I do hope that they, I, I have faith that Chris Jones will be extended because he does deserve it. So, anyway, that's all I had to say. I want to thank Toddy P. And y'all have, y'all have had a great show. I'll talk to you later. Have a Thanks, good Rebecca. Bye. Always good to hear from you, Rebecca. Thanks a lot. Now, um, with some of the expansion, in, or not expansion, they are expanding as far as the playoff, but with college football and conferences expanding and picking up some more teams and we see a lot of movement in college football Paul Paul Feinbaum and Matt Barry say that we could be looking at we've always thought it may be four conferences but they say it could be as little as two super conferences incorporating all the teams two or three college football is headed for two Two big conferences, maybe with the Big 12-3, talk about 60 schools overall that are going to compete and break away from the NCAA and do their own thing. And as each day passes and each rumor and each Board of Regents meeting goes, we are one day closer to this becoming a reality. Yeah, and and listen, uh, personal feelings aside, uh, Jim Phillips is in a real pickle. He's a commissioner yeah. of... Of, of the ACC and you know he can say he said what you have to say but I, I'm not sure how much credibility he, he had last week at the ACC meetings Matt uh, or two weeks ago when, when he when he tried to calm the, the waters down I mean he's being attacked on two fronts he was the AC at Northwestern as well and you know he is close to an uprising uh, there and I mean he nearly had it at, at the spring meetings and then he got he got everybody in a room and they sung Kumbaya and but nobody believes it nobody believes that that league is is in the, is heading in the right direction and I don't have the solution I, and by the way it's not my problem uh, but there are a lot of factors involved here and you know don't be surprised one day to to to, to read that okay you know X school has figured out it will cost 143 million dollars to get out and they're willing they're willing to do it and you know the litigation could follow a million things could follow but at some point uh there are you know clemson and, and florida state are very valuable commodities uh north carolina and miami very valuable commodities Absolutely. and they don't have anywhere to turn uh i asked a, an acc insider the other day so assuming they lost someone or even if they don't where do they go to expand <laughs> you heard the names west virginia that's a school that they passed on 10, 12 years ago. Yeah, West. I mean, I, I'm not. I'm not looking for anybody to to you know to get mad at me in in West Virginia. But you, what do they offer? Uh, they, they, the SEC said no to West Virginia, and and the problem is you know the ACC schools don't want to be in the same room with West Virginia from an academic standpoint. Yeah, and look, in West Virginia had to grab onto what they could. They grabbed onto the Big Twelve, which if you talk to anybody. Within the Big 12 or at West Virginia, the travel is hell for them based on where they are in West Virginia relative to some of the schools they have to play in the Big 12. And I think travel 
concerns went out the window when you, we, we joke around the big UCLA Rutgers and big USC Rutgers game of the Big Ten. But it's where we are in the, in the state of college football. Now, when we're talking about 60 to 64 teams with four conferences, that's a little too much already to start with. Now, according to Paul Feinbaum and Matt Barry, they're saying it could be three conferences, maybe two, that would take on every team in college football. And now you're looking at only two conferences. That's, that's a lot to ask. It's not even really a conference at that point. It's just it's like the it's like the Death Star floating through outer space that has it contains cities in it. You know, it's uh, it's not really a ship. It's just a it's a it's a glo- yeah just it's a, a big pla- blob it's a virtual planetoid exactly. May as well be the AFC and the NFC. Yeah, 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 yeah that's that, right. That's what they're headed to. That's right, Todd. But you're talking about a difference in sixteen and sixteen, and now we're talking about thirty and thirty. That's a that's a big time difference with what they're talking about possibly doing. But even if uh, it's four conferences, that's still too much. Now, ultimately, with the playoff, it's it's going to twelve. But when you're talking about the small percentage of twelve compared to the number of teams overall, it really needs to be more than twelve. Mm-hmm. That's where it should be. But it's just the constant changing of college football college sports that's kind of kind of where it is now and that's what it's all headed for and we don't know how long this process is going to take or when it'll actually get to that point but that's where it's headed amen the big 10 they seem to be in a good place though as far as their vision and their business model and what they want to do because they want to be coast to coast Mm -hmm. and they want to take in all the teams the the bigger name teams that are in these conferences now they want to go get those and make those part of the Big Ten. That's the way to go. Picking off Oregon and Washington seemed like no-brainers to me. I think Cal and Stanford would come along, too. That would that'd give a six out on the West Coast. And Notre Dame famously continues to hold out. The one team that I hear that's really surprising to me is that Florida State wants to make a run. Florida State and Clemson. And Clemson. And, and yeah. Clemson. I mean... Man, if you got both of those, <laughs> all of a sudden that looks a little more daunting than beating Purdue and Indiana and uh, no offense, uh, Todd, Nebraska at this point. But uh, yeah, that's kind of where you are. And, and then think about that also with Oregon. If you did get Oregon and let's just say Florida State, not necessarily yeah. Clemson, but you're talking about one part of the country to the other, like. From one side to the other, yeah, that, so now that's you, the longest So now distance. you, you got to go from Oregon to play a conference but, game but at Tallahassee, Florida. Not, not even with that thought. Just yeah. the fact that you have a major part of the country covered. From, Nationwide from, reach. Exactly. Yes, you do. And yes, then do. that's not even mentioning Rutgers in New York you know, on that side. Yeah. And then L.A. LA with coast USC. to coast. Yeah, yeah. So... They have a great plan in place. That's the idea. If that's what it comes to. Like the guy said, if the travel doesn't kill them, we'll see. When you start playing women's field hockey games and traveling 3,400 miles one way, that could be a deal breaker. But if you're talking about two, two conferences for all of college football, it makes sense to cover the yeah. country nationwide yeah, from does. coast to coast. Stan says, put college football back like they found it. Probably a little bit too late for that, Stan. Can't get the, Never tooth- going can't back. Get the toothpaste back in the tube, Stan, unfortunately. Yeah, with with the movement, with the money that's involved, and the money keeps going up, it seems mm-hmm. like it is kind of where does it end? That's it. Yeah, sooner or later, there's going to be a saturation point. There has to be. We haven't reached it yet. No, and probably far from it. Mm. We got more about a bounds coming up after this break. It's going to be three and out. We'll have some stories to close out the show. That's flown by. It's more about a bounds final segment here. Three and out. Stay tuned. Return live in concert. Let the Bad Times Roll Tour with special guests, Sum 41 and Simple Plan. Simmons. 
Bank Arena, Saturday, August 12th. Get tickets now at Ticketmaster.com. If you haven't stopped by Arch Marine lately, you are literally missing the boat. And no boat is complete without a Tahatsu motor. Arch Marine in North Little Rock has them ranging from 3.5 to 140 horsepower. That's Arch Marine in North Little Rock. Take the Levy exit. This is David Dunn with Central Arkansas Truck and Trailer. Do you own or operate Max, Volvos, Freightliners, Kenworths, Peterbilts, or international trucks? We can offer you the same dealership-level computer diagnostics with highly trained and professional mechanics without dealership wait times and cost. Whether you're a municipality, fleet, or small business with one truck, come see why our customers have made us the highest-rated independent repair shop in Arkansas. Central Arkansas Truck and Trailer. Take exit 7 on I-440 or call 568 21 We're going abroad for the first time in years. To Spain. So we started using Babbel. And started learning Spanish fast. With Babbel, you can start having conversations in another language in just three weeks. ¿Cómo te llamas? ¿Cómo te llamas? When you learn a language, you want to actually use it. Babbel is designed with that goal in mind. In just three weeks, we're starting to have conversations in Spanish. Gracias, Babbel. Babbel, language for life. Now try Babbel for free at Babbel.com. That's B-A-B-B-E-L.com. If you have a dog, you might be worried about your good boy being bad for your carpet. But if you had life-proof with pet-proof technology carpet, you wouldn't have to worry. Even if you had a whole pack of dogs. Because LifeProof with PetProof technology delivers permanent built-in stain and soil protection that never washes or wears off. Quiet. Sit. Good dogs. LifeProof with PetProof technology available only at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. If you're looking to update your home decor, then go see our friends at Coffin by Design West. At Coffin by Design West, they have design specialists on staff that can help you with your decisions on any updates to your home. They have over 7,000 square feet of beautiful new home decor pieces such as sofas, dining tables, design throw pillows, lighting, and chairs that arrive daily. For those of you who like the aromatique candles, you can find those and also gift cards. Located at West Pass, Taylor Loop, 14900 Kentrell Road, or go to the web at coffinlumber.com. It's Justin Acre for CertiPro Painters. We're all getting ready for summer, and if you want to spruce up your home for summer, CertiPro Painters could be the answer you're looking for. Each CertiPro Painters business is independently owned and operated. Schedule your free estimate at CertiPro.com. That's Certa with a C. If you're thinking about getting a paint job done for the interior or exterior of your home, you need to hurry up and get on the schedule soon because it's filling up quickly. So plan for your next project. You'll be happy you did. Cleanliness, thoughtfulness, and attention to detail. You'll get all of it with my friends at CertiPro Painters. So get them scheduled for your project today. Take your yard up to the next level with the Caddy's Touch Landscaping. Josh Dickinson is a former PGA Tour caddy, and his landscape designs are inspired by some of the most beautiful golf courses around the world. Call Josh at 501-794-2770 for all of your landscaping needs. Flower beds a mess? Josh's crew can give your home the curb appeal you've always wanted. The Caddy's Touch Landscaping also installs French drains, retaining walls, and they'll even take care of your irrigation maintenance needs. The Caddy's Touch Landscaping. Call today, 501-794-2770. Goodbye, 9 to 5. So long, paper checks. Later on, trips to the bank. Tired of business as usual? Say hello to business banking services from Arvest Bank. At Arvest, we support those starting new businesses or even new side hustles with loans, advanced merchant services, easy online banking tools, and time-saving products like remote deposit capture. Goodbye, limits. Hello, possibilities. Arvest Bank. Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender. Check out Hogs Meat Market's monthly specials and meat packages at hogsmeatmarket.com. Hogs Meat Market, the steak people. Kane is in the building. Their time is done. It's over. Over? Did you say over? Nonsense. I've not yet begun to defile myself. Call Kenny Loggins, because you're in the danger zone. I play real sports. I'm trying to be the best at exercising. It's time for three and out. It's been three hours, and we are... Boom. Out of here. Welcome back to Out of Bounds from the Hogs Meat Market studio. Joe Franklin, Todd Pierce, Pigskin Preacher. It's three and out... And we have some storylines and headlines we're going to get into. 
But uh, something we were talking about as far as the conferences, we have a message that comes in that says, need to put a crosshair on the whole U.S. and have four major conferences mm. for college football. So people want it to, even though it keeps changing, kind of want it to revert back to what we've once known it to be, but it's not going back there. No. But four conferences would be a lot better than two. Money has changed everything, Joe, and it's going to continue to change it. Absolutely. So the fight coming up this weekend, Jake Paul, Nate Diaz. Jake Paul seems to be a little disappointed with Nate Diaz in promoting the fight. And so Nate Diaz was asked about it, and here's his response. He seems like he's irritated that he thought that maybe you would promote the fight differently or you know, maybe you would go back at him on certain things, and he doesn't think you've been doing that. What are your thoughts on that? Um, that's his problem. I don't really, uh, I think my fighting from over the years promotes my fights, and, uh, I'm not going to get a little kid argument with the guy, and, uh, act like we're in a, any realer than it is. I don't get no realer than this anyway, so I don't need to act like it's, I don't talk a bunch of shit like he wants to do. I don't want to see him talk shit and go back and forth. He said something about me up at the press conference I'm like I wasn't there for no argument I don't even want to go to a press conference to argue with nobody if we're gonna argue I'm gonna we're gonna fight so let's just stay the f away from each other until it's time to fight part of my language do you think that things might change during fight week you're kind of in that yeah mode. I'm ready for everything I'm just I'm, I'm ready I'm ready to go to war right now and I'm ready to be cool until it's time to fight I don't care uh, I'm, I'm in a new part point in my career where it's like I'm not trying to scare anybody I'm not trying to fool anybody if people want to watch that'd be great if they don't that's fine too I only need I only need that's where he got me twisted I'm not in a gimmick fight with him I only need me and I only need him to know that I whip his ass I don't need the whole world I don't need to go begging for people to watch don't watch so basically, Nate Diaz is saying that he's already gotten his check in hand. He's going to show up to fight. He doesn't care about the build-up to the fight. He doesn't care about going back and forth with Jake Paul. He just wants to get in there and fight and get his payday and get out. He's pretty clear about that, wasn't he? Yes, he was. And uh, he had a lot of success in UFC. He's fought Conor McGregor before. And he's somebody that you can never count out in a fight It'll look like mm -hmm. the fight is over, like he's getting beat to, you know, where he doesn't have a chance, but then he'll come back to win the fight, so that's mm. the type of fighter you're stepping in with. What did you think about the fight last weekend? Did it go about the way you thought it would? It went the way I thought it would as far as Terrence Crawford winning. It was pretty one-sided, I feel like he it? would dominate yeah. like that going into yeah. the fight, but thought it'd be a lot more back and forth. Well, he's a star, man. He is. No question about that. He really is, that. and he's yeah. been underestimated, as he mentioned, mm -hmm. that people are always saying that he's too small, he wasn't going to get the type of fights like that, and then he keeps proving them wrong every time. He is the first welterweight yeah. to be undisputed in the four-belt era, and he's the only men's wow. boxer to be undisputed in two different weight classes. That's impressive. They're not going to overlook him anymore. That, that's Todd's hometown. All right, he's Todd. There. Yeah. yeah, he's from Omaha. Iowa State quarterback Hunter Deckers has been accused of betting on events involving the Cyclones, <laughs> including a 2021 football game. He is among four current players and former athletes at the university charged with tampering with records related to an ongoing investigation. Now, there were 366 bets on a DraftKings sportsbook account that was linked to Deckers, including 26 on Iowa State sporting events. <laughs> and he was, uh, it was said that it, he disguised his identity with the help of his parents, Scott and Jamie Deckers. So this is an ongoing investigation, but they said 366 bets overall with 26 of them on Iowa State and uh, just a little under $3,000. Did he bet on them to lose? Because that's usually what they do. 
<laughs> I'm just checking. And why are the parents encouraging this? Isn't it the parents the pa- are trying to win some money too? Yeah, but isn't it the parents' job to say, "Hey, knucklehead, quit throwing your hard-earned money away on these stupid bets." Absolutely. Yeah, you'd think. Angus Cloud, the Euphoria star, he was working on a couple of movies prior to his passing. Mm. He had a couple of upcoming projects, one called Freaky Tales and then Captain Marvel. So he was going to be involved in a couple of movies. Uh, Also, he's been, they wrapped filming on Your Lucky Day and THR. But um, that news broke yesterday of his passing. And he just lost his his dad recently. They and that said had that a lot threw him in, threw him into a tailspin, man. That's a yeah. When, when you're struggling like that, go and find help. Call someone. Talk to someone. Reach out to someone. Taylor Swift. We know that she has a great tour. So for her Eras tour, that sells out in many cities that she goes to, and for multiple nights, she gives the truck drivers that take the equipment back and forth and and transport this equipment all over the country. She gives them bonuses and big time bonuses, $100,000 bonuses. Her. Good for her. So Taylor Swift, she takes care of the people that take care of her, especially with that tour going on cuz they're bringing in a lot of money and the tour has raked in over 1 billion in sales and that is of course the highest grossing tour of all time. Good grief. I saw something earlier today, and I can't remember where I saw it. It takes the, the the average concert goer for one of her shows. They wind up spending like an average of $1,300 per person. <laughs> wow. That includes, I guess, like the like concert that? tickets, the hotel, the yeah. merch, everything. Wow. That actually is on the cheap side, though, because with those resell tickets, there are people, if they're fortunate enough to get in and buy the tickets and they resell them, they're selling them upwards of about four or five thousand just for one ticket. So that's uh, thirteen hundred. You now, may be coming who, out cheap. Who's gonna spend five thousand dollars to watch Taylor Swift? Ask Wes Moore. I'm not sure that that's what they spent, but they had to go to L.A., Chicago, with uh, and and get tickets in different places. You would have to pay me five thousand dollars to go to a Taylor Swift Let's concert. Let's not go there And now. if you did that, I still might try to find a way to weasel out of it. Let's not go there now. Yeah, she's not your jam, but she's there, the jam for a lot of people. Well, good for them. Today is National Coloring Book Day, so if you have young kids, celebrate National Coloring Book Day and get them a coloring book so that they can uh, find some joy in that. That'd be something for the Taylor Swift fans to do is use coloring books. It's also National Ice Cream sandwich day so if you like ice cream sandwiches on a hot day like this go celebrate and get you an ice cream sandwich get you over to double b's and get an ice cream sandwich son perfect place they got them couple of birthdays today charlie xcx no she is nope she's a singer she's 31 i I, I do know you know she is is? i do okay shockingly and then uh mary lewis parker mary louise parker mary louise parker from from weeds and singer apollonia is 64 prince's old girlfriend apollonia cotero thanks todd thanks pigskin for coming in today drive time sports coming up next Come check out the latest in large-scale logging equipment, attachments, supplies, tech, and services at the Southwest Forest Products Expo, August 11th and 12th at the Hot Springs Convention Center. Watch the Timberworks Lumberjacks competition, see chainsaw sculptures by artistry and wood, and visit the online video arcade. Fun for the whole family. Visit www.arkloggers.com for schedule, info, training workshops, and links to our online ticket hub. Adults over 16 are $5 to enter. Kids 